0: Coming up in this episode, finding the charge in Abundantly Charged. Don't go away.
1: Welcome to the premiere season of Abundantly Charged. We're your hosts, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter, and Jill Lewis, CEO of Brilliance and Beyond. In this season, we'll mix interviews and great conversations with in-depth thinking around key social and emotional skills we need as educators to keep us fully prepared to successfully navigate the demands of teaching and leading in the 21st century classrooms. The demands of the educational system have never been stronger. While we all know we need transformative change to revolutionize this troubled system, ensuring our own high-powered social and emotional skills will help each of us navigate these changes while developing these critical skills in our students, too. Join us as we explore how we remain abundantly charged.
0: Hello and welcome to our 10th and final episode of this season for Abundantly Charged. I'm Dr. Grant Chandler.
1: And I'm Jill Lewis. And together, Grant and I are very excited to welcome you to this episode of Abundantly Charged on the critical topic of recharging.
0: I think it's fitting as we wrap up this episode that we talk about something so powerful. I mean, when we when when Jill and I sat for days and weeks and it felt like even months thinking about the title of what to call this podcast and landing on abundantly charged it it certainly makes sense that we think about this idea of what does it take for us to be able to recharge when you know there's so much that continues to happen in the world uh, both pandemically and uh, you know, geopolitically, that it really becomes really important for us to be able to do that. And so today's episode is about this whole idea of of recharging, uh, of, of regaining energy or spirit, or thinking about self-care and rest. So Jill, when you think about the, this idea, this concept of recharging, what comes to mind?
1: You know, I, I love the part that you just mentioned where it said regaining energy or spirit. And I think when we think about our spirit, we're really looking at who are we and getting back to that person that makes us tick, that makes us become that that person we're supposed to be, how we show up each day, but in that spirit of who we are. And,
0: you know, it's really, really easy Especially now, for educators in in public education, it's it's really easy for for people to be drained, drained of energy, drained of spirit, drained of enthusiasm, and you know this particular uh, episode, you know, and, and you know we could argue the entire podcast overall is about things that we need to do to remain to remain abundantly charged. So. So, you know, in preparing for this episode, I I read an article from Jennifer Diffley, and she's the senior copywriter for Select Health. And she, you know, she talks a lot of, she wrote this article specifically around recharging, right? Self-care and rest, which is basically what recharging means. And then she used this metaphor of your cell phone, some very common, really important Uh, tool that we all use. What happens to your cell phone, Jill, if you don't plug it back in?
1: Absolutely. You know, when, when I don't plug it back in, you know, it continues to die and mine tends to die pretty quickly. So it throws me off my game. I can't check my texts. I can't get in communication with people that I want to get with. Um, Oftentimes it gets to the point where there may not even be enough data because there's not enough charge in it to keep it going.
0: So when we, so when our cell phone isn't, charged and doesn't and we don't recharge it then it slowly ceases to function right at first it doesn't it doesn't perform as well as we would expect you know you get you you know I know for my cell phone when you get under 20% you start getting these alerts all the time right and it's telling you plug me in dummy plug me in i'm dying here and you know so you could be doing something and you keep getting interrupted because your cell phone, you know, it goes into lower power mode, right? At least mine does, where the screen, right. the screen is dimmer, some things don't function, and it doesn't want to sync as often with all of the apps and with all of the programs. So if we if we keep it off the charge long enough, it ceases to function at that level that we need it to. And Jennifer Diffley says. The same thing happens to us. If we don't recharge, we cease to function at optimum levels.
1: And I love her comment here where she says, it's not just something we do on vacation. This should not be something we just do on vacation. We need to recharge ourselves throughout every single day. And it really begins starting at the very beginning of the day. By the time you wake up all the way to, as you go to sleep and get ready for you know, bed that that evening. Oftentimes, it has been work, 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 and then we'll go on vacation. In fact, you and I were just having this conversation about oh, it's spring break for many of us, um, whether we're ending spring break or we're starting spring break at this time of year. And my daughter asked you, Grant, well, why don't you take spring break? You're not on spring break. Why don't you just ditch work and and do that? And your response was.
0: I have a deadline I have to meet that's coming up the end of April. No spring break for Grant until May.
1: (laughs) But you know that you are going to continue to recharge throughout your days to make sure that you can remain in that place where you can do your work efficiently and effectively and you can continue to do what you need to do
0: yeah and i think that is a really i think uh i, I think diffly has made two really important uh, two really important comments one recharge is not about vacation right vacation should be about fun <laughs> it should be about doing things that you sometimes don't get an opportunity to do, but it, you know, on vacation, you are completely in charge of, of the schedule, right. And your use of time, that's what vacation's about, you know, not necessarily, you know, should, should vacation be a a, a time where we need to recharge? Because if, if that's what vacation is, then we're not recharging properly.
1: Right. And how often do many teachers, like, I know that I, once spring break hit or that, you know, holiday break hit, I would get sick. My body would just shut down completely. And so what that's telling us is we are not getting that self-care and rest that we know we need to be able to be charged fully, just like the cell phones. I mean, I plug mine in nightly. I also plug it in throughout the day, uh, depending upon how much use it gets, because it just needs to be recharged simply, simply stated.
0: So I have an older cell phone and we're not going to use, we're not going to talk about older as a metaphor at all, (laughs) (laughs) but, but, you know, I have an older cell phone. And so, you know, like right now it's sitting on the charger because, you know, we were hovering really close to about 19% and it was going to start to go into lower power mode. So what a great opportunity to recharge that cell phone while we are recording this episode.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you know, when we do take that time out on a day-to-day basis to rest and recharge, what happens is it reduces stress. It increases creativity. And I, you know, you'll just feel better. That's, that's big part of it. You'll just feel better. You'll live longer. And it even strengthens your immune system. What I want to do though, is I'd like to go back to that increases creativity portion When we think about increases creativity, the reason why is because we're able to think better. We're able to actually hone in on different areas that we want to develop or problem solve, or even just simply figure out what to do next. Those are types of things that happen when your brain can function on all cylinders. And in order for your brain to be functioning on all cylinders, you have to have that self care and rest and be abundantly charged.
0: (laughs) And I thought it was really, really cool that, you know, when she, uh, again, I'm quoting Jennifer Diffley, when she identified those five things, right. Here's why, you know, why recharging is so incredibly important. Um, and number four was a surprise to me. It might help you live longer, but you think about it, right. You think about all of the negative impact that stress has on our lives. Right. And there are so many, so many diseases that are impacted and often accelerated by constantly living in a life that is really, really stressful. Right. And so the, you know, so this becomes a really important part of, of taking care of yourself and, you know, educators live in a very high stress, high stress job. And it becomes again, you know, this is why it's so important to be thinking about recharging, because we want we need to make sure that we can lower that stress and can deal with that stress productively so that it doesn't negatively attack our our, our bodies uh and and our minds. So we can't live longer. The other thing I found, Joe, which you and I were talking about before we um before we started to record was another article by, um, Anna Lee, uh, Beyer, and she wrote it in, uh, August of, of, 2020. And what I liked about this was that she talked about, you know, this idea that recharging doesn't mean that you, you know, recharging doesn't have to take a long time. Recharging doesn't mean you have to stop working. Recharging is different than balance, right? Living a life of balance is different than mm-hmm. recharging. And what I liked about what she was talking about here is that, um, you know, for example, um, if I am spending a, a lot of my time doing analytical or repetitive tasks, those can drain my cell phone, right? Can drain me of mm-hmm. of energy and create, and so she's like, so go, so the way that you re- recharge is to do something the opposite of that. And in the article she says, so if you, you know, if you're losing power, right, losing steam because of analytical and repetitive tasks, do something artistic or creative because the opposite of that is going to give, is going to put some of that energy back into your being. And I know when we were talking about it, you really responded well to that. So I just want to give you an opportunity to make a a few comments about that.
1: Right. So I, when I'm working in that analytical and repetitive task side of my brain, a lot of times what happens is I get so focused in there that I do not stop to take the creativity break. And I can actually feel my, my body like screaming at me and saying, we need to do something different. And if I stay and remain in there, I decline in the quality of my work there. So what happens then, and I've realized this over the course of the past 10 or so years, if I don't take that creativity break when I start to over the course of time, What happens is there's an entire room in my house that ends up being remodeled, whether it's doing a ceiling, whether it's repainting or completely changing every aspect within a a specific room. And I focus in on that and it's a good three to four days where I just hit it so hard. And then I actually have created a rebalance of myself, but I shouldn't allow it to get to that point. And that's the point of the the mental recharge. I shouldn't. Move into this place where I have to take four days to recharge into my creative aspect. It needs to be more of a balance, um, but I've also learned that because I've had to pay attention to what is my body telling me, what is my brain saying, how am I functioning, what am I not doing, and and what do I need as a person? And of course, that's going to be different for everybody. That creativity break could be simply maybe you do a sketch. I mean, how many people doodle while they are listening to uh, some type of of lesson? When we look at those kids who are doodling, are they being able to mentally recharge at that time? I mean, and I think about too when you're in a, a staff meeting or you're at a conference. How many of you would doodle throughout the page? Um, how many of you create something around the, the margins that make it beautiful? How many of you use different colored markers or writing utensils when you're taking notes? That's all a form of a way to connect those two areas.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think about, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a huge writing project and, uh, so I'm staring at a screen or multiple screens, you know, a lot <laughs> day and night I am staring at, at a screen working on, you know, doing something there uh, where I'm writing. And, um, You know, in the article, Bayer says, you know, so do something the opposite of that, you know, get out, go outside, look at something green, look at nature. And, you know, she's spot on. I was, you know, recently, again, staring at a screen, trying to problem solve, and I landed in this place, in this project where I really needed to figure something out and staring at the screen, you know, and and just wasn't cutting it, right? Just wasn't Mm -hmm. cutting it. So I have, I have two standard poodles who demand, and I use the D word with a capital D, demand three (laughs) walks a day, right? And so, um, you know, that's where, interestingly, that's where I solve a lot of these problems that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to deal with when I'm staring at a screen, and it's only when I'm outside moving paying attention to them looking at to you know yesterday when when I actually solved this problem the birds were chirping it was beautiful out you know and you know on over the course of that walk it was like wow there it is there's not only there's the answer that I couldn't find when looking at the screen, but this whole change of pace and being able to think about it and actually accomplish something was very, it was like, you'd plugged me into the wall and I was now fully charged.
1: Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think of that grant as, as the old saying goes is, Oh, my best ideas come when I'm in the shower. And it's that same kind of thing. Absolutely. It's it's looking at the hydrotherapy where you're able to give your brain a break and you're able to refocus yourself to be doing something else, which allows the ideas and the thoughts and the thinking to come through. It's like this breakthrough. It's able to just release any of that boundary or any of that space that's just saying you're not going to allow it to come through. And then, boom when you're not thinking about it, because you're doing something opposite, because you're doing something that is healing and that gives you that extra jump. It allows you to think and it allows you to help recharge. It's so fun to see.
0: Yeah. And buyer uses the term um, jumper cables. I love that, right? The images that some of these people who write about this subject uh, I think that's a great, you know, because, you know, what do you, what do you use jumper cables for? You use jumper cables when you have a dead car battery and you are literally using uh, somebody else's battery that's live and fully charged, right? And you're sucking a little bit of that juice into yours until you can get your battery started again. And so you know, she says in a quote, when your mental or physical battery is dead, you need to unplug from draining activities. And plug into recharging activities. End quote. Right, and so, and that can happen throughout a person's day. This isn't about I need to take a day off, or I need to not be working, or I need to whatever. I have to wait until vacation. We can, we can, we can pull in these recharging activities whenever we need them.
1: And something else I was just connecting to as well is that if we go with the jumper cables right onto the battery. You also have to put the right cable to connect. You have to put the, the negative piece and the positive piece on the right part of the battery.
0: Yeah, or, all, or, you're, or you're in trouble.
1: <laughs> or you're in a lot of trouble. And what I'm thinking about that is that every person is different. So you have to find what is the right one for you that's going to recharge you. And so when you put that negative on the negative, you've got to make sure that that's the right course of what it is that you're trying to recharge. And then that positive one, you put it into the one that is going to be the most positive for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. I'm supposed to be walking every single day. That's not happening for me. But there are other things I do that help me to stay recharged. And that's what we really have to make sure that we're doing, which goes back to what we've talked about throughout all of our um, this past season. We've talked about self-awareness, self-management, self-advocacy, balance, relationship building, and then, of course, this particular one on recharging. But this is really where that self-awareness comes into play. What is it that I need? Versus what is everybody else doing, but what do I need to do in order to manage? Then I can advocate for myself, create the balance, and then I can build those really strong relationships because I am in a good place. What a great way,
0: what a great way for us to wrap up this season, which has been about social and emotional wellness as an adult, right? And, you know, you you hit the nail on the head, Jill, when you talked about the fact that what is, what is an activity that is recharging for one person, could be draining for another, and that you have to really know yourself really really well, to know what's what is a draining activity. What's an activity that you love, right? That but that takes energy, and what is it something else that you need to do that's going to replenish that energy back? And you have to be really self-aware in in order to do that.
1: What we need to do is we need to be well, right? That's really in in essence. We need to be mentally and physically and emotionally well. And as we're coming out of the pandemic, We really had to look at ourselves to make sure we are well. Now, as the world continues to be in turmoil and conflict, it is even more important to carry this out in the next few years. So we want you to continue to build those different strategies as an adult to make sure that you continue to have something that you can grasp onto so that you can remain abundantly charged.
0: It has been an absolute pleasure for Jill and I to produce this season of Abundantly Charged. Uh, and we, this marks the end of season one. We'll be back in May with season two. And we look forward to continuing that journey where we all remain abundantly charged. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Abundantly Charged. New episodes drop every Tuesday afternoon, beginning January 18th and running through March 22nd. We'll take a break and then return with season two in mid-April. Abundantly Charged is a production of Students Matter, LLC, and Brilliance and Beyond, LLC. Our show's theme music, Something Different, was written and performed by Reveille and obtained through Soundstripe.com. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss an episode. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify, and it could also be found on our website at abundantly-charged.captivate.fm slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. We would love to hear what you like. Until next time, remember, let's remain abundantly charged.